We hope you enjoy this podcast. With over 100 books under his belt, Bill Vincent is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained. Pick up a book by Bill Vincent today. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to go ahead and get started. I know there's a uh, wild crowd here tonight, but we're going to get started anyway. And uh, hallelujah, uh, there's flyers in the back of when we're going to be uh, all over the place so you can get it. And, you know, the thing is, all this that, that we've been struggling and going through and, and battling and all the different things to get to where we are now, I want you to understand something. There's so much that's been fulfilled in this past two and a half months that I've been trying to fulfill for years. And I'm telling you, God has always came through on time over and over and over again. And I'm telling you, there's so much God has done in this past just couple of months that is amazing. I mean, it's just uh, every time that we've needed a certain amount of money, God supplied. I've testified to so many times where he has supplied up to the almost exactly the dollar amount. And, I, I, and it's unbelievable. The River of Glory soaking album got completed. And praise God, they're available back on the back. And they're available online. And, and praise God, and, and it's, it's really anointed. And I know there's some things in it that, that can touch people and stir them up. And even being here today and how God provided because, uh, because of some of the things I'm in transition for, uh, the van was uh, technically mine and, and all the things were working out to where it was supposed to be mine and everything else. And, but the papers weren't signed the right way. So I, it's, I have it, but it's just not legal. So I, I, I could not get a title type of thing for it. So that was a hard thing. So really I had no ride here. And then this couple who was on the way, praise God, come to find out they were traveling in already. They were already on their way. Not They were just... They just found out that uh, I had a meeting. They were coming for the Collinsville meeting already. They were coming to visit somebody at the same time. And, and as they were coming, they're like, well, is there anything we can do for you? Uh, because, and I said, well, I mean, actually, they wanted to meet for dinner. And I said, well, you're going to have to pick me up because I can't drive the vehicle. And they said, well, what, what can we do? And praise God, they rented the vehicle for a week and a half to cover the time. And I, I mean, and, and I, I'm supposed to meet with them tomorrow because they said, this is a time of sowing, and they want to be able to bless me. They want to be able to bless what's going on. They want to sow so that they can reap in the days ahead because they, they believe in that. So they it, it was just so powerful how everything connected. And, and even them coming in the way they did was a miracle. It's just like God orchestrated everything, and it was exactly on time. I got the car like 4 o'clock today type of thing. I mean, it's like 3-something in the afternoon, and I'm at the car rental place, and they're giving me the car, praise God. And uh, it's just amazing how God works. It's so amazing that we need to understand something, that God's favor would not be at every crossroad that we need if it wasn't if we weren't going the right direction. And we as a body of Christ need to realize that. And also, there's some of the things I'm getting ready to talk about, and I'm talking about that actually have a lot to do with what I'm doing right now. How many know that people that would try to do something that had never been done before have, have always been questioned. If they go to start something that it just is different, they get questioned. They get, they get held against. They get people stirred up against. 
uh, stir up against them because it's like you can't do it that way. You can't do it the way that it's you're doing it because it's it's not the way it's been done before. I'm telling you, what what I'm talking about is a pioneering, a starting a new thing, a getting into some new things. And I'm telling you, we are coming into true apostolic. And I believe that's what God's getting ready. He's causing true builders, true people that are going to establish work, start works, and do things. And I didn't even realize some of the things that God's connected over the past months. But I know, I know that breakthroughs here. I can see it as clear as day. So it doesn't matter what's, what I can see with the natural eye. It's what I can see with the spiritual eye. I know breakthrough is here. Leaders are being prepared for this season that I'm talking about in the spirit. Leaders are being prepared right now. And I'm telling you, we are coming into that season right now. Mature and loyal prophets to God that stand before leaders, that will stand before leaders and announce, announce with great power and strength the position changes that are coming. I'm telling you, it's time for people of God that's going to stand in the pulpit, stand in front of the body of Christ and say, changes are coming. We've got to have changes. And to be able to stand and proclaim changes are coming. And don't let people uh, control and push and, and pull. It's people that's going to rise up and say, change is coming, and that's just the way it is. It's thus saith the Lord, change is coming. It's time for true apostles to come forth in power. How many times is it a, uh, in the past, and I don't want to put anybody down in any way, shape, or form because I'm not doing that, but I believe apostles are to be in power. They're just not men of God who are fathers. They are apostles with power. So as I begin to type this sermon, I heard the voice uh, of God say this. In, in the realm of the Spirit, I said, "True." here's what I heard. True apostolic is coming. I heard it as clear as a day. As soon as I started typing this, and that's why I say true apostolic is coming. That's the title because that's the voices. I, I've heard the voice of God say true apostolic is coming. I received prophetic words uh, uh, months ago that said apostle come forth. And I really didn't even realize what that meant. I'm like, well, praise God, whatever, and let's go on. Because I'm not about titles. It is, I'm not trying to call myself anything tonight. But what I am saying is that God's causing us, we're, we're in a building time. We're in an establishing time. We're in a starting from scratch time. And I believe that we're going to get closer and closer to the mark. And people are going to begin to see and recognize something's different. Something's unique. Something's going on. The spirit of prophecy is the first point that I really want to talk about tonight. And in this, the Lord is indicating valuable attributes of the life and ministry of, the, of Prophet Samuel. Because I believe that's the qualities he desires in an apostle. Samuel. Leadership. That type of leadership is about to emerge. Careful study. I went into so much study over the past uh, couple of years i've went so deep into samuel's life to, to study his very attributes his very character his very nature and i'm telling you there is so much that pr provide key secrets to help us qualify for this leadership and touch the heart of the father in our preparation we've got to touch the heart of the father in this it's about us and the father if he is for us who can be against us and i'm telling you that's what we need to do right now is touch the heart of the father now, in the scriptures, the Holy Spirit descended upon the Lord to take up his residence in him. He ascended, uh, descended to take up residence in the Lord. A voice descended from heaven as an affirmation of this great reality. 
And I love how that worked because that's exactly what God's doing right now. He is releasing a voice from heaven. There's a sound that's coming from heaven right now that, that a lot of people aren't hearing it. There's too many people that are caught up in the very nature of, of, of everybody else is wrong and I'm right. Uh, you know, just putting down every move of God, everything that God is trying to come forth right now. Well, we cannot come against what's coming forth right now. The glory of the Lord is about to come forth, and we need to run with this like never before. When the disciples witnessed the Lord's transfiguration, they also heard an affirming voice declaring him to be the Son of God, whose words were eternal. The voice from heaven seems to indicate the truth, a truth that is being established with certain and uh, that is right now being accepted a voice is what God is releasing right now. A voice, true apostolic, is coming. In other words, what's, what we have here is God is releasing new, true apostolic. That doesn't mean that the apostles I believe that we have now are being replaced. I just believe there's new, true apostolic coming. Praise God. Everybody excited, I, I can tell. Hallelujah. One thing we got to understand is we have to accept and be ready to accept true apostolic. Because the true apostolic that is coming, it's going to come in such a fiery way that we're going to have to be careful. Because I believe there's going to be such fresh new anointings upon true apostolic that there's going to be times that they're going to do things that's going to shock us. But it's going to be extreme faith. How many know that sometimes you gotta do you gotta, gotta get out on the edge with nobody rooting you on, nobody for you, and go ahead and jump to declare and to find and to discover. You gotta go out there, you gotta just go out there, look back, nobody's for you, nobody's behind you, nobody's to find out if the if the if the world is round or not. Come on. There's people that have to get out there to find America. Come on, somebody had to get out. Step out. Go ahead and say, I want to discover something new. There has to be people like John G. Lake that's going to discover things in, in the area of miracles and, and, and have extreme faith. There's going to be others like Smith Wigglesworth, how he would stand people up and command them to come alive, and they would. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we have to come out on the edge sometimes to get into a new thing that God is doing. So first of all, one of the great things that we need to talk about is we need to say only what God says. The Lord, uh, and all through this, I'm talking about Samuel because he is my the example God gave me. The Lord did not let one of Samuel's, none of Samuel's words fall to the ground. That is a powerful thing. God did not let any of his words fall to the ground. What I love sometimes is even in the last couple of months, last few months that I was uh, part of that revival and different things going on, and and all up to the last couple of uh, the last let's say three weeks, I was always a hundred percent accurate according to everyone. I was always a hundred percent, never missed it, always right about what I heard from the Lord. And then what I said the last few weeks, they said, "Well, I had to be missing it." Why? Was I missing it? Because I wasn't saying what they wanted to hear. I wasn't saying what they thought God was saying. And I'm telling you, I know that I know that I know that I know that those words were right because I can see the very vision that God was speaking of. I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now. 
in First Samuel chapter three, verse nineteen, if you want to look there, and we're just probably going to look at a couple of scripture. I'll probably quote most of them tonight, but we need to say only what he says. It says that in chapter three, verse nineteen of First Samuel, and Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and did not let none of his words fall to the ground. I want to put that out there sometimes because people need to see it in the scripture. We must likewise be so intimate with the Lord that we say nothing in his name but what we have received by a revelation of Jesus Christ. You know, you can go on the internet anywhere and find somebody that will give you a prophetic word. Come on, and there's even people right now that are offering to prophesy to you. Is it for an offering? And some aren't even asking for an offering, but are the words from the Lord? That's my question. What I'm saying is I want the word of the Lord and God wants the word of the Lord to be pure each and every time. And I believe we can get into this level of being so intimate with the Lord that we say nothing in his name that's not received from the revelation of Jesus Christ. Samuel did not speak in the name of the Lord carelessly, ever. He was so careful with it. I believe that's the, that's the, that's the difference between mature and not mature in the voice of God because we need to understand it's not us, it's Him. We are standing as, as agents, so to speak, as, as, as officers of the Lord, if you will. Come on. And the Lord was able to perfectly support the words He spoke to the people in the name of the Lord. Did you hear what I said? The Lord was able to perfectly support see i believe when we say a word that's accurate and then we say a word that's not accurate then we say a word that's some accurate and some not how can the lord perfectly support what we're saying when we're missing it come on but if you're perfectly it's like you get to such a closeness knit with the lord that as you're saying it it's coming to pass type of thing it's that fast Praise God. There were so many times over the last years I prophesied the word of the Lord. It happened before they left the service. Come on. Things and healings and different things would happen as I was speaking it. There were some people that actually God would talk about things that they were going to have. And they some people even got calls from their family. Come on. Even today, this morning, I want you to know that uh, uh, one thing that even happened in my life that hasn't been able to happen in, in quite a few years is I haven't been able to see my family. And this, mor this morning, the last three days, I've been spending time with my mom and both brothers for the first time in a long time. And even this morning, every day, God told me that I was going to be able to minister to one of my brothers. And I got to minister to him yesterday. Pretty good. Hallelujah. Broke through a lot of walls. But God said, come back today. Okay, yesterday is when I lost the vehicle type of thing. Wasn't it? Hallelujah. So I'm telling you. So yesterday, I didn't have the vehicle. So this morning, I get dropped off. Somebody gives me a ride there, hallelujah, because I didn't have the rental car yet. Hallelujah. God knew what's going on. He always knows what's going on. Come on. And I'm there, hallelujah, and this morning, I led him to the Lord. Come on. Come on. That's awesome. And I'm telling you, God is doing so much, so much in this short time, two and a half months, and I have accomplished more than I have been able to accomplish in two years. Even though we was in revival, people were flocking to the services coming from all kinds of states and everything else. But I'm telling you, I am getting more ground covered in uh, with less people 
than I did have with more people coming. You say, why? Because it's me and God working together instead of me trying to lead some uh, something that wasn't really going to go to the place that God wanted to take it anyway. I believe we hit the pinnacle. We hit the highest point. But God's getting ready to do some change and cause a new breed of men and women of God that's going to take the apostolic anointing and come into this new level and say, God is with me. And they're going to keep saying it, keep saying it, keep doing what they do. And it doesn't matter if one supports it, two supports it, three. But I tell you, thousands are going to support what I'm saying. Why? Because God's for me. And I believe sooner or later, just like God said, he said one thing was curiosity is going to get the cat. Come on. He said sooner or later, people are going to begin to check out. Why? Because the fruit and things that God's doing, the favor. I'm telling you, there's some big blessings I can see by the Spirit right now that are about to happen that's going to blow some people away. I mean, even the rental car written for a week, anybody knows the cost and the value of, of a rental car for a week. It's just blessing after blessing after blessing, timing and everything working together. It's just proof that God is for me. And God is for men and women of God right now who are going after this. And I'm telling you, this is how we're going to see them because we're going to know there's no way they should be making it. Come on. Hallelujah. There's no way John G. Lake should have got to Africa. He went there with no money. Come on. Hallelujah. And one of the, a guy that just went back to Australia, praise God, he had to have uh, $599 on a card or something to get into the country type of thing, to get out of his country to come to our country. He ended up having like $600 and something, just barely over. And he ended up getting his flight paid for to go back home. Come on. And I'm telling you, there's so much that God's doing right now. And he even prophesied and spoke some things to me about all that's been going on in this past month, and he confirmed everything was exactly right. Come on. Hallelujah. God's perfect of how he's doing things. Hallelujah. And let's go ahead and go a little deeper. Uh, all right. Whew. To really have the accurate, pure word of God, we can actually say what Jesus said. Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I say to you i do not speak of my own initiative but the father abiding in me does the works come on we need to get to a place that uh, we all can get to the place we all can walk into the place to where people will know oh if he says it, it must be right and i'm telling you that's what people were saying and i did not recognize how awesome or really it was like a sign how the people were like, yeah, that's right on. Now that's right on. And then the last three or four weeks, it was like no response to the words I was saying. I didn't even really know what I was saying. I did not even know what I was saying. God was giving prophetic words. Was, the revival was about to take a shift. It was going to stop. Come on. God said the revival was going to stop three or four weeks at least, maybe even longer before the revival ended, or I ended it anyway. Hallelujah. I had ended being there. God said the revival was going to stop and it was going to start under a new name. That's what God said. How many know that there's no way I did not have a knowledge of what God was saying? And there's no reason in the natural why I would want to go down this road because guess what? Pioneering, starting new things, getting into this uh, leaps of faith, taking. Uh, 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 fight after fight, just having to just work so hard to reestablish and rebuild. It's not something anybody would want. Not in the natural. In the natural, I wouldn't want no part of this. And if, and if I'd known how hard it was going to be, I probably wouldn't have done it. 
<laughs> but I'm here now, so we're going. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many know sometimes God knows how to not to speak to us? In other words, he doesn't tell you what's really coming. He's like, go ahead, Bill, go. Hallelujah. He didn't say what was all coming with that word. Hallelujah. You know, it sounds pretty simple when God says go. But understand, uh, green lights don't always mean the traffic's clear. Come on, hallelujah. Somebody might be in the intersection still, even though the green light says green light. All right, let's go to the next point. How did, <laughs> now understand, uh, here's another thing. I love this. And I did. I prepared this days ago, and I'm coming into this right now. Uh, for, uh, Samuel, he did not beg his bread from people. One of the most notable attributes of his life, Samuel, in his determination, would not abuse his position and privileges before God and the people. There was not one person in all of Israel who could bear witness against Samuel for pleading for money, possessions, and property. People brought things to him. He didn't have to ask for anything. Come on. He was, a, he was not a pleader and a beggar for money. And I'm telling you, the reason I'm saying this right now is because I've always been one of those guys that's, I, I just, it bugs me sometimes to have to have somebody buy me something. Come on, it, it just rubs me the wrong way that, you know, if somebody's going to buy me creamer, if somebody's going to rip me a car, it just, it makes me, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm a man, I guess. There's, there's something about being a man the way you want to do everything yourself and buy your own stuff. I would rather have the money in my own hands and go get it myself. And God could do that. But right now, I'm still going through this change, radical change right now, to where God is moving on people to do things for me, to buy things, to get things. And I'm telling you, that's what's happening right now. And it's hard for me, but I'm coming into it to understand that that's what God's wanting to do. God is wanting to supply. He did not, and I'm talking about Samuel here, he didn't allow the spirit of this world to affect his ability to judge the people. It was the apostolic leadership that, that is getting ready to emerge will be characterized by humility and genuine love for the people. How many know it's time for the apostolic to love the people? Come on, we need to have a love for the people again. A real love for the people. Now, there's nowhere in the Bible where Jesus banned anybody from coming to a service. Come on. There's nowhere in the Bible. That, I mean, disciples and, and some of the, the religious clerics would try to get people out. But understand, Jesus was welcoming to everyone, even the ones that didn't like him. Hallelujah. Come on, soldiers. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, we need to understand, God is wanting us to get to a place to where we're going to cause a, a new true apostolic of love and humility. Hmm. The Apostle Paul admonished the church of Corinth and the church of this day to stand, I believe the church of this day, as he was admonishing that church, to stand in righteousness and to judge the affairs of men and women in truth. Now understand, there are so many times I, I get people who have criticized me who have come against me in this past couple of months, and they have been friends and different things on Facebook and different things, and I'm telling you, and they have treated me awful in this past couple of months, and there are things that they actually post that I've had to block from Facebook because of the things that they're posting. Uh, 
uh, people holding bottles of beer in their hands that are supposed to be Christians and different things and some things I can't even mention because I don't want to say specific to where they know that I'm I don't want to refer to them specifically but I'm telling you there are some things that's really out there right now of the people that have actually judged me of how much more is in their own closet that they're exposing in their everyday life and I'm telling you we need to understand that every time we're pointing the finger at somebody else how much is really being pointed back at us let him without sin cast the first stone come on and I'm telling you and there's so much of that going on in the church right now it's like they're doing wrong. They're doing wrong. They're doing wrong. Well, praise God. Pray for them. Come on. That's what we need to do right now. And that's what I'm doing. I want those people to come to services, get set free, get delivered, and get right on. And see, I'm, I'm inviting them. But in so many ways, I believe they have actually rejected the ministry because of some things. And I'm telling you, they're rejecting it, but yet they're walking in the very things that they're walking in. And I'm telling you, it is so messed up the way the church is right now. There is such a critical spirit across the board. I'm telling you, all kinds of negativity, different things. Somebody even this uh, today, they actually sent me an email asking me if I'm going to be in Collinsville. I sent them the information, praise God. I sent them the website, and I, I guess they went on the website, saw the signs and wonders, so they found a man of God that's preaching against it. Hallelujah. And they sent me a link. Hallelujah type of thing. And I'm telling you, that's talking against it, but come to find out, that guy's way off. Hallelujah, he's so messed up, he, he needs to worry about, I mean, she needs to worry about listening to him, if anything else. He talked about how fasting wasn't really real. You're not supposed to fast, you're not supposed to do without food. Uh, he even said Matthew uh, 17, 21 is not in the Bible, it's in my Bible, uh, but that's okay. Hallelujah, uh, in my Bible, it's the King James Version. But anyway... But this is what happens every day. I'm telling you, church after church, pointing fingers, this and that. Let's just get along. Hallelujah. Even the word of the Lord, I love it. The word of the Lord I just released online, praise God. I, and, and I released it, praise God, just recently. One of the major parts of the word is God's getting ready to move on the Baptist church. Come on. He said that the Baptist church has stood through a lot, lots of uh, uh, tribulation. They have stood through a lot of attacks, I'm telling you. And God is saying, because they've stood, he's about to pour out upon them. Hallelujah. Come on. Praise God. I thank God for that. Come on. Let God's glory come on the, the Baptist church. Hallelujah. And I, I thank God for that. But if I, I would say the charismatic, Pentecostal, non-denominational, I, I can imagine why they didn't get picked. Because there's too much of this. Everybody else is to blame for everything. And this is wrong and that's wrong. And what about that man on TV? What about that man that's done that? We need to understand God is getting ready to move and we got to have true apostolic to pioneer, start new things, and learn to work together. We don't have to agree on everything, but we can learn to work together. Come on. Hallelujah. There is a place of giving and supporting the work of the ministry. Trust me. I don't want to say that that's wrong. Sharing its fruitful labors and, and the anointing, that's a, there's a truth in that. But I'm telling you, there is an issue of the heart. And like Paul, we must pray to be just trustworthy stewards of the mysteries and provisions of God. You know, pros pro prosperity is coming to the church, and it's coming to the church will be for the kingdom purposes, not personal luxury. Come on, it's going to come, and I don't, I, there's nothing wrong for us to get blessed. There's nothing wrong for that. 
But I'm telling you, there is going to be for kingdom purpose. Come on. If somebody gets you a new vehicle, praise God, it's for you to get to where you need to go. It doesn't matter if it has all the bells and whistles. It's to get you where to go. Hallelujah. Now, there's nothing wrong with it having heated seats or, you know, a jamming stereo, praise God. There's things like that. It's okay for to have those type of provisions, but understand it's for kingdom purposes. It's to get you to the meetings. It's to get you to where you're supposed to be. It's to get you to, to witness to somebody. It's to get you wherever you need to be for kingdom purpose. Let's say uh, somebody supplies this or supplies that. It's all for kingdom purpose. Come on, hallelujah. If you are able to purchase better things, hallelujah. And uh, I want you to know that your reflection of your your wealth is for kingdom purpose, to show you that tithes and offering has reward for it. Hallelujah. It's for kingdom purpose, praise God. It's not for you to just, well, look at me, hallelujah. There's too many uh, people ha uh, count the number of jets and, and different things. There's a couple of men uh, that are both passed away that used to have tent meetings, and they used to argue back and forth of who had the biggest. Come on, they'd have revivals going off. Yeah, two of the in the United States at going at the same time, and every time one would expand the tent, the next one would expand it, trying to make it bigger. So they'd always say, "I have the biggest tent. I'd have the biggest tent." Well, I'm telling you, who cares? Let's just put them together and have a heck of a tent. Come on, Hallelujah! It doesn't matter, Hallelujah! It's not about competition. I have more jets than that guy. I mean, I've heard that said from the pulpit. There's a man of God right now. He's going through a lot of things right now. He actually one time said he has more jets than so-and-so now. It's like, who cares? Come on, that's for kingdom purpose. Come on, hallelujah. We need to understand there's so much God is getting ready to put the hammer down on is what I'm hearing by the Spirit of God. But it's the true apostolic going to come out of this because it's people that's going to start new things. It's going to go out on the limb to say, God, I'm going to go all the way out on the edge of that limb, and even if it breaks... I'm going to do exactly what you want me to do. Come on. One good thing about that is when it breaks, hallelujah, he catches you. I feel like it's broke, but it's, I'm, I'm going to be caught. Hallelujah. So what what is this going to be about? The true apostolic people that are coming forth are going to be the Lord's spokesmen. Come on. Or the spokeswomen. I want to put that out there. Praise God. I believe women are coming forth as well. Samuel, just like Samuel, the anointed leadership of the Lord is desiring to bring to his people, to his church, and will stand before him as his spokesperson. Come on. Extracting the precious from the profane. Come on. Taking the precious people and pulling them out, so to speak, and getting looking for the precious. Come on. How many know there's profane in the body of Christ? Come on. We call ourselves Christians, but how can we be Christians the way we are? Come on. And I'm telling you, God's going to, he knows how to move on men and women of God to pull out the, the precious. Come on. And to them, the Lord will, uh, as a fortified wall of bronze and through the enemy, will contend with them. Come on. And he will not prevail. <laughs> The enemy will not prevail because the Lord will be present to save and deliver. I'm telling you, pioneering and doing the new things and becoming true apostles in this day that God's getting ready to move on, I'm telling you, 
There's going to be so much going on, and there's going to be so many people that's going to be uh, that the evil tries to rise up. Why? Because of jealousy, because of a lot of things that's going on. Well, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing this. And I'm telling you, lies and different things get stirred up to try to come against and tear down. And I'm telling you, we've got to understand, we've got to be excited about anybody having a move of God. Come on. Hallelujah. I've got new links that's on my website right now under the men's and women's of God right now. One new link is the revival going down in Mobile, Alabama. Hallelujah. People are flocking there and being healed. Miracles taking place. And you can watch videos of it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I'm telling you, it's powerful. It's powerful. And I thank God for it. And I've actually made arrangements with them to have a link on my website. Hallelujah. And then now I've got uh, uh, Matt Sorger is added to it too as well. And I'm telling you, another man that walks in signs and wonders. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, it's just going to continue to expand. Why? Because there is men and women of God who are moving in power and they're moving in glory and God's putting his finger on them and saying yes to them. Why? Because they're not going to mess around. Come on. They're just going to go ahead and establish new things, do new things, and not worry about all the backbiting, the, the stirring up, the negativity that the church keeps trying to stir up. Come on. I knew you'd be excited. Try to hold it down a little bit. The ministry of Samuel was established by the Lord's manifest presence in, in the order of Moses and Aaron. As priests, they were charged with the role of intercession on behalf of God's people and instruction in the ways of righteousness. God even said, he said in the days ahead, he said by the Spirit of God, he said in the days ahead, I'm going to appoint four intercessors on behalf of Revival Waves of Glory Ministries. He said, I want to appoint four intercessors. I don't know why it's only four, but four, he said, is all we need. He said to cover four points, so to speak. And I believe by the Spirit of God, it's going to be like four corners of protection, four corners of, of releasing blessings. And it's going to be four intercessors God's choosing and going to choose in the days ahead that's going to be established for revival waves of glory. And most of the time, I believe there's going to be four, four people and, and some services they won't even be able to show up in. Hallelujah. And God showed me, I've read books and I've read different things where a lot of times even men of God and women of God would have conferences and crusades in a certain city. They would send two intercessors up ahead of them, even weeks ahead, to intercede in motel rooms for hours and hours and hours just for the revival coming. And I'm telling you, so when the minister came into the city, many times the intercessors wouldn't even leave the room. They'd still intercede during the services for hours and hours, wouldn't need a drink, could just press in for God. And I'm telling you, God said he's sending and he's raising up four intercessors for revival ways of glory. And it's going to get ready to do these type of things in the days ahead. And I don't know what that all means, but I know that God's going to do it because he said it's going to break down the walls. It's going to break down the religion. It's going to break down the spiritual witchcraft and things that come against the revival ways of glory ministries. And it's going to stand them in the he's going to stand them in the gap. He's going to put them in the gap for me. So that I can do the work of the ministry. Because right now God's causing me to have to more or less do all of that and minister. And God's going to take that load off of me so that somebody else is doing it for me. Come on. And it's because it's establishing a new work. And that's just the way it's going to be. In fact, God said in the days ahead, he says, put the offer out there online. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the offer out there. going to say, I'm looking for intercessors. It's going to be like, come on. I'm looking for intercessors because God said he's going to point four. And so I'm going to look for him, praise God. Not everybody's going to be accepted. Why? Because not everybody's right for the job. 
Everybody says I'll pray, but who's going to really stand in the gap? They've got to have the time. They've got to have things set aside. Come on. And I'm telling you, God's going to do it. God's going to do it. Hallelujah. He's going to work it together. Because why? We need intercessors. So I wanted to put that out there. Faithfulness in these areas will begin to lead the church out of the Babylonian confusion. Come on. And restore her to a place of loyalty and consecration to the Lord. If the Lord can find a people without, without mixture, He will send the Spirit without measure. Did you hear that? If the Lord can find a people without mixture, He will send the Spirit without measure. In other words, too much of hot, cold, lukewarm, hot, cold, lukewarm. If he can get a people who are on fire for God, that's what revival is. It revives the people, gets them on fire for God, and when they gather together, continuous, gather together over and over, they get so fired up that where the lukewarm's not there, they're all hot together, and when they're all hot together, that's when God gives without measure. Come on, hallelujah. These faithful leaders, they, and I'm telling you, true apostolics are to raise this up. Come on, hallelujah. It's okay, hallelujah. And I'm telling you, Whew. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You'd think we have a thousand here tonight, the way I'm feeling. Hallelujah. Whew. These faithful leaders are transitional <laughs> men in covenant relationship with the Lord for transitional times and marked a point of, uh, of a, a demarcation is what God says. He, he's giving me new words here. For the people of God. God is causing these covenant relationships into transitional. True apostolic. True apostolic is transitional. It's get our work stirred up. Get it going and go. Get our work stirred up. Get it going and go. Get our work stirred up and get going and go. And I'm telling you, this is what it's going to be in the days ahead. True apostolic is going to be ones that's going to be transitional. Mm, good stuff. Hallelujah. The perfect, this perfectly illustrates the nature of the apostolic leadership the Lord will use in this day. These three represent a true apostolic person that is coming in each and every one of them. Priest, prophet, and judge. Come on, that's what God's raising up. Priest, prophet, and judge. And all those put together, what do they describe? The kingly anointing. Mm, good stuff. Come on. That will be entrusted to the maturing of the body of Christ. To each of these three, God proved himself in mercy and in judgment. So I want to talk about the attributes in uh, the final part of this teaching, I believe. The attributes of what I talked about there. Priest, prophet, judge, anointing. The coming apostolic ministers will be as a pillar of of a cloud by day with a prophetic anointing that will function as a pillar of fire by night by giving illumination. Each will provide a canopy of protection through the Holy Spirit even as Israel was protected during the judgment of Egypt. Come on. Hallelujah. The shelter of the Goshen will become apparent in the coming season. I'm telling you, true apostolic in the days ahead will be true protection. They'll be able to protect by the seeing and by the favor of the Lord that's going to be upon them. The Lord will allow nothing to come upon the earth unless He reveals His secret counsel 
to his servants. What I believe by the Spirit of God, true apostolic in the days ahead are going to be so raised up in the things of God that there will be nothing that can come to the earth in disasters without these men and women of God seeing it first. Come on. Imagine if you could get a whole uh, state moved before a bomb hit. Imagine if you could get a man of God or a woman of God to be so in tune with the heart of God to where he could put, they could put alerts out of what's coming. Come on. And really pinpoint it down to the... That's what God's getting ready to raise up. Moses, Aaron, and Samuel each represents types of, uh, the types of the coming government. <laughs> the, this manner and the manner in which the Lord used these men will also portray the coming leadership and God's dealings with him. He is going to give divinely granting understanding. The scriptures declare that the breadth, the breadth of God gives understanding. I love this. He is going to breathe upon us. Comprehension. He's going to breathe upon the saints of God. Comprehension of these times and the things we must do to walk in the intimacy with him in habitation. See, I don't want just a visitation after visitation. I want him to go wherever I go. Even Saturday night, I'm talking about open heavens. Open heavens is where you go, he goes. Come on, and it's going to be open heavens. God's getting ready to release, and that's why I'm talking about commissioning and release. That's what we're coming to. Commissioning and release. Come on, this is what's happening tonight. Commissioning and release. I love it sometimes when a man of God, he's gone through the training, he's gone through the equipping, and they stand around him as a prophetic presbytery, and they're saying, I commission this man of God to be released right now. And I'm telling you, that's what God's saying right now. He is getting ready to commission and release true apostolic. Even though Samuel was born through covenant relationship uh, with incredible destiny, he did not experience the supernatural dealings of God until his prophetic commissioning. 1 Samuel 3, 7 states it. It says, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. I love this. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. That's what happens. He was released before he knew anything. Come on, even what God said to me. When I had no idea what the Bible had anything to do with the Bible, I didn't know what the Gospels were. I didn't know what... I didn't know where anything was. I didn't know what was in the New Testament, what was in the Old Testament. God said to me, I'm going to make you a teacher before your time. You know, it's unusual for God to speak something to somebody when they don't know anything. You know, it's like, what in the world? You're going to make me a teacher. I don't even know the Bible at that time. I didn't know what the Gospels were. I didn't know, you know, if somebody would have said, turn to Psalms, I'd been looking in the New Testament. I mean, I really had no idea. And here's what God says to you. He says, I'm going to make you a teacher before your time. You're going to be able to teach and preach the word of God, line up online, precept upon precept. I'm going to give you a supernatural anointing to teach the word of God. One year exactly to the day I was teaching in a Bible school. Come on. I'm telling you, when God commissions you, it doesn't matter if you don't know what you're going to be doing. You have no uh, uh, talent in that field when God commissions you. He can see it. He can see it upon you. When you do, can't even see it on yourself, it doesn't matter because he can. Come on, he's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He can see it when we can't. And I'm telling you, he's speaking right now, and he can see things in you. Hallelujah. 
He can see it in your own life. There are so many, and there, there, there may be many who feel as though they do not qualify for this type of leadership because they do not have a prophetic or supernatural experience in their life right now. Where was that a requirement? Now the scriptures make it plain. The word of the Lord <laughs> had not appeared to Samuel until a very specific commissioning experience released him into his purpose and calling. Come on. So what's going to happen even tonight here in this place? God says, I'm commissioning those who's come. <laughs> come on. Some of you are like, I'm just leaving now. No. Commissioning you. Hallelujah. Commissioning you tonight. Come on. To come into that place. Come on. I'm telling you, I never wanted to be in the place that I am now in so many ways, especially right now. Hallelujah. But I mean, ministering the gospel. I never wanted to be in this position in the natural in any way, shape, or form. But God saw it in me and got me to this place. Come on. Many of today's Samuels and Samuel type of leadership have been hidden and unfamiliar with the visions and revelations of the Lord. Nonetheless, great and profound expressions of the Spirit, I'm telling you, are coming and are, are awaiting in these leaders. And once the grooming is complete, and the timing is appropriate, the release is going to come. For great men and women of God are going to come forth. One day we're nothing, the next day we're right in the limelight ministering the word of the Lord. And I'm telling you, there were so many times when God began to stir up, God spoke and said, I'm going to prophesy the word of the Lord. And years later, I remember one time, uh, I received a prophetic word from Bill Hammond from uh, Christian International. He said, uh, uh, come forth, man of God. That's all he said was come forth, man of God. But you know, looking back, I know that was a commissioning from God. Come on, it was a time. It was a it was a pinpoint to God. It was a this is it. Now's the time. And right after that, almost immediately after that, I remember I was standing in a service, never prophesied hardly at all, just a couple general words and and maybe a, a I feel by the spirit type of ministry a couple of times, but very very little. And I was so bashful, so afraid. And I'm standing in a service, and all of a sudden, God showed me by the Spirit of God, an apostle was speaking at our church. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't. I, I, I saw something in his life. I saw something in his heart, and I was so afraid. And God told me to go tell the pastor, because that's the way that church was set up. You had to submit it to the pastor first. And I just went up to the pastor, and I, I, I said, I feel like I got a word for the, for the preacher, for the minister. And I, I said, so you do whatever you want. And I went back to my seat. Hallelujah. I was like, I've done my part. He's going to forget. I don't have to worry about it. Well, he didn't forget. In fact, he didn't even allow the minister to minister before I ministered to the minister. And here I've never ministered hardly at all. This guy's an apostle. He's been to hundreds of places, thousands of places, ministered, prophesied over the world. Uh, and, he, and he's a mighty man of God. He walks in miracles. And I'm telling you, I looked at this man as a giant in the Lord. And I remember I was scared out of my wits. Couldn't remember anything that God told me. Hallelujah. And I'm like, what in the world am I doing? I can't do this. And I began to pray for him. I closed my eyes. Back then I had to close my eyes or I never would have done it. I was afraid, uh, uh, all the way afraid. And as I am closed my eyes, as I had my eyes closed, I began to pray. 
And all of a sudden, things began to come out of me. I saw things by the Spirit. I heard things, and I spoke it out, and I kept speaking it out. And he got so hit with the glory of God, so hit with the power of God. And I'm telling you, he got to the place. He said, I can't minister to anyone here. This guy has blown me away so much that I can't even measure to the anointing that came off of him today. That was one of the first men of God I ever ministered to. Probably the third, fourth person I ever ministered to at all. And he said that, and he wouldn't minister, and he released me to minister that day. And I'm telling you, that is when God had said commission, and things just happened. It, it came out of nowhere. seemed like a little thing, but it blew a man of God away. And I'm telling you, I'm not trying to brag about it. It was a blow away day. Come on, I was so shocked. I think I only ministered to a couple other people, but I was so shocked. And I know some people might have been disappointed because they see this man of God coming from out of the state and he, he's, he's been advertised and everything else and he didn't hardly minister that night. But he was blown away and he was sincere about it. And I just know that God's going to commission and release some men and women of God in this time for true apostolic call, true apostolic ministry that's going to be so released that it's going to blow some men of God out of the water right now. They're going to be like, wow, where have I been? I am blown away by what's coming forth from that man of God. But we need to understand one thing that I did always remember and always liked about that man at that time is he was like, praise God. Thank God. I mean, this is awesome. I, and he said, it's a privilege that, to be in a service where God's speaking to somebody with such a uh, pinpoint accuracy. And he goes, as long as God's ministering, I'm for it. Instead of trying to shove me down, trying to shove us back. See, too many of the body of Christ right now, when somebody's coming forth, doing something out of the ordinary. At that time, I was probably 19 years old. Come on. And I'm telling you so many things. And I'm, and I'm telling you, there's so much of the body of Christ is trying to hold each other down when we need to lift each other up. Let's get us all to the higher level. Let's push us all to the higher level. And if we're off a little bit, pray for us instead of holding us down and saying, well, I'm not going to their meeting or I'm banning them from my meeting. Come on, hallelujah. If God's trying to move, guess what? He's going to move through somebody that's not the one that you're going to pick anyway. Hallelujah. How many times does he move through somebody that we don't pick? Catherine Coleman was a kind of a freaky woman really come on she did so much stuff sometimes kind of looked spooky but she was a mighty woman of god and i would thank god i thank god that she was a mighty woman of god and got to be used to the high level she was and i would have been proud to meet her but i'm telling you she was different she was odd she did things that people didn't like smith wigglesworth the first time he punched a guy with cancer the world flipped out Come on. Todd Bentley with all the tattoos walking in Lakeland Revival. Oh, man, that turned the world upside down. The church still hates that. They think they all justified in one. No, if they would have lifted up the revival, maybe it would have continued. Hallelujah. And right now, I'm telling you, no matter what is going on in America, no matter what's going on in the church everywhere, somebody's standing against it in the church. No matter what's going on. Whether it's dead or whether it's too alive, somebody doesn't like it. And I'm telling you, we as a body of Christ are about to see a change to where there's going to be men and women of God that's going to stand before the Lord in the pulpit, in the stage area, and that's going to boldly declare the word of the Lord, and it will not fall to the ground because God's going to watch over it.
They're going to go out on a limb. Nobody will like what they say sometimes, but when they say it, the Lord's going to back it up. And I'm telling you, mark my words, we are on the verge of explosion. We're on the verge of breakthrough. And I can see revival's coming. I can see it. Revival's coming. Not revival like we had. This revival's going to cover a few hundred mile radius. Come on. And I see by the Spirit of God, people are going to travel from the north, the south, the east, and the west just to be in. There's times that the crowds are going to be from 100 to 1,000 to 5,000 to 10. Every place. And God's going to raise up a team, a real team, that's going to work and walk in the ministry, the same ministry. And I even see by the Spirit of God there's going to come a day that there's going to be revival going in three places at one time. The same night. And God's already told me by the Spirit there's going to come a day we're going to schedule five meetings in each location that we're ministering right now. Five meetings in a row. Five days in a row. And unknowingly to me, we ended up doing two meetings in a row of all places already rescheduled in December. Come on. That's what God's already set up. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, it's amazing that he's already putting us out on the limb. Hallelujah. And, you know, in so many ways, in the natural, and even in this location here in Collinsville, there's some reasons why I would say, why? But the thing is, when you're obedient to do exactly what he says, even if you don't make enough to cover the room, it doesn't matter because I see the full vision. You know, at first when even the service started tonight, I thought the two services scheduled the 2nd and 3rd of December. you got to cancel one of those. There's no reason to have two services in a row. But it's obedience. And even one of the prophetic words that God spoke and one of the things I even spoke, I said, look at where we are in three months. That was on September 1st. So I'm telling you, things are about to hit. I can see it by the Spirit of God, and I know it for sure. And nobody can take it away because I can see it clear. And it's close. People always used to say, how close is it? Is it here or is it here? It's right here. It's really close. And I am proud to say, pioneering this that God's getting ready to do is a privilege. Because nobody, there's no reason in the natural for me to keep going out there, keep ministering, keep taking the time to prepare. But understand, I can see. And people's eyes are going to be open. Whether it's the old people that used to go, talking about the people that used to go, or it's going to be fresh new faces. God's getting ready to move. Why? Because God's light is about to shine down. He's going to say, yes, this is it. Praise God. God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to the end of this informative podcast. We hope you found it enjoyable and enlightening. With over 100 books under his belt, Bill Vincent is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained.
Pick up a book by Bill Vincent today.